We three from GP, ran to Tommy B, broadcasting live on your frequency, giving you updates on these Georgia streets. These are voices for the people that don't get to speak. Issues, black news, the conversation's deep. Shout out to Slick I'm Nick. going in on the beat. iPods, Androids, or your laptop. These boys swinging for the fence, saying lie. Then came a long way from being homies on the block. From Afros and Braids, and now they at the top. You want facts? This is where I get them from. GP3, RTT at gmail.com. Send them feedback, and they'll be sure to send a response. I gotta go now. The show starts in 3, 2, 1. Hey, what's up, y'all? We are back. Can you believe it? It's number 31. 31. We we jumped over the 30 shark. <laughs> we had jumped the shark. But you know that saying. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't jump the shark. <laughs> didn't jump the shark like scandal. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But we uh but damn, we had 31. What's up, Ryan? Welcome back, man. Thank you, man. I had to be back, man, after, you know, Millennial Nick, you know, <laughs> taking, over, taking over my seat last oh, week, sorry. man. You know, got I'm me I'm an autopilot. Some, I'm yeah. sorry. And, and then, you know, Tut, you know, he, you know, he did a, he had his Michael Jordan moment, man. He's, Damn, Tut just, what did he do? Man, you know, I was just listening. He was so engaged, man. Because <laughs> I was here. And he was giving out facts and stats. And, I know, man. He's out this week, though. Yeah, he wore himself out. Huh? <laughs> He's like, what, what's the... <laughs> he burnt out, huh? He burnt out, man. He, he played too many minutes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Came off, came off the bench and played Tut, We miss minutes, you, bro. Man. We yeah, miss you, bro. Yeah, yeah. He'll be back next week. You better watch out because Millennial Nick is here in oh, your spot. He's Millennial Nick. Last time in the studio for a couple of months. You know, you, know, Say what? you know, he keeps changing names, man. You know, he's like Puffy and Diddy. You know, first it was Nick, then it was Slick Nick. Now it's Millennial Nick. What's going? I think we're going to stick with Millennial. That's fine. We're going to stick with Millennial. You know, you know, Puffy, Piffy, whatever the damn name is. Damn. Bibbity, bobbity, boo. You know. GP3, man. Tell us. Tell them why. Tell them why. Come oh, on, Grove Park. Three man, that's what it stands for. Um, I'm Rand. Uh, I grew up in the Grove Park neighborhood with both uh, these two guys here, uh, Tommy B and Tut. Mm-hmm. I lived at South Elizabeth Place, um, you know, the Grove Park Elementary School in a 30318 zip code. Tommy B and I was North Avenue. I don't even remember the zip code, but uh, it's 30318. Baby. It is 30318. That's right. I thought a couple of streets down it was the same thing. You 30318. Okay, 30318. And uh, Tut was uh, Charlotte Place. That's right. The big hill with uh, the right church. Hosley Temple. Hosley Temple. Yeah. Hey, y'all. And uh, Millennial Nick is in for a tut. Millennial, what you got, man? What nothing. you got to say? Absolutely not. Where were you born, man? Do you remember? Do you remember? Do you want to feel old? <laughs> no, no, no. No, okay. thank you. Okay. We didn't say when. We just said where. Where? <laughs> well, you, where? you know where. Yeah, we know when and where. We know where. When and where. <laughs> hey, y'all, it, it, you know, how, how do you... I, I, let me say this. I'll start. Kind of a quiet week, uh-huh. um, not not necessarily from a news standpoint, no. but at least compared to previous weeks, it was a kind of STFU Trump kind of shut the. Well, you, you he, know, you know, um, ever since somebody he, corralled. Ever, well, ever since he he laid out the allegations, yeah, and also the Jeff Sessions thing. Mm. If you notice on even some of the interviews when people are asking him questions, mm-hmm. he has purposely kept his mouth shut. Yeah, it is is kind of a uh, I don't want to say sedate, but kind of a everything else had a chance to rise up this right. week, right, right, including the healthcare thing. Healthcare was big, right? And uh, I want I won't get to the Trump train quite yet, but we do want to bring up 
Dr. Carson. So let's start oh. there. You mean dopey? Or sleepy? <laughs> Which of the seven dwarfs are he, man? Let's just play let's play the clip. Now he's Shall sleepy we? and Rick Perry is dopey. <laughs> dopey. Yeah, he tried he tried to shank his mom with a knife. Don't forget. Oh Lord. Here we go. That's right. Going Gift back to hand. the campaign trail. Gift All right, hand. here we go. We go we're gonna go ahead. I'm gonna play this from Anderson Cooper on CNN. Let me make sure it plays. Here we go. Immigrants, the new Housing and Urban Development Secretary, was speaking to department employees today. He spoke about immigrants at Ellis Island, how they worked hard for their children and grandchildren to have greater opportunities in the United States, and then he said this. There were other immigrants who came here in the bottom of slave ships, worked even longer, even harder for less. But they too had a dream that one day their sons, daughters, grandsons, granddaughters, great-grandsons, great-granddaughters might pursue uh. prosperity. I mean, just cut and have Just cut it there. I mean, that is such bullshit. <laughs> I mean, Ram, for, I mean, for, for, him, for him to even quote Dr. King. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, come on, man. I mean, the difference between a slave yeah. and an immigrant and mm-hmm. a migrant mm-hmm. is choice. It is, absolutely. <laughs> it's, yes, it's, yeah. it's, it's choice yeah, and yeah, freedom. Yeah, absolutely. And, and and for him to do that, I mean, him and Bessie DeBoss, yeah. to Read me, the they should be, <laughs> as Hillary say, in the basket of deplorables. Really? Wow. In, t- in terms of you these know, comments. You, you yes. millennial, what, what, when you first heard it, what'd you think? never taken a history class (laughs) i'm just like oh my god i just you know i was the first time i saw it i was like okay guard your mind because that's the first thing they're the first thing they're going to come after is they're going to start saying random stuff like this and they're going to brush it off like this doesn't even matter yeah but it does matter when this a person who has been put in such high position Mm -hmm. says something of this that's it's why his dumb ass didn't get elected, man. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. But you know, it, it doesn't shock me that it doesn't he shock said me, it. But it's still what shock. Well, go ahead. No, no, I'm just saying. But that, but the, but to have that level of callous ignorance at that highest level mm-hmm. says a lot. And you know what? <laughs> you it know, doesn't so shock so me that he said it because he said though. stupid stuff before that yes. he didn't think about. Somebody else wrote. the 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 problem I have with is that the people around him, the the surrogates. Tried to normalize. You know, yes. Armstrong, That's the thing. Armstrong Williams, who's supposed yeah. to be his business partner. Yeah, yeah. And then that other little young brother who just got fired, uh, Shermichael um, Johnson, mm-hmm. I think, whatever his name. Now he's at CNN now. Oh, uh, CNN just picking up like right. Paris. And, and, you, you know, CNN is. You know, that's the, to your point. That's the thing that, that really bothers me. But you know, the fact is that here's a guy. Mm-hmm. Who has uh-huh. a medical degree? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who wasn't even considered for the attorney general's Mm-mm. job? Who really and truly mm-hmm. was kind of a black history hero? Right. Was. Was. <laughs> who? I mean, and and you got to keep asking yourself how. I mean, because I don't know if his, if his his reputation is it, it can it be fixed? Well, you know, um, I don't I don't think it can be fixed. I think what it is is this. He is showing who he is. Okay. Uh, it's something my parents used to always tell me. Yeah. People show you who they are. Mm-hmm. The question Believe is, the are you time. are you going to accept it? Believe yeah. in the first time. You know, my he, Angelo. Right. He is who he is. Yeah. And the mm-hmm. fact is, also, it, it illustrates what Trump thinks of us. Mm. Yes. You know, and, 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 and so it's feeding into this into this right. narrative. But t- to your point, you know, the, the fact is that Armstrong Williams almost had to be like Sean Spicer. Really? In yeah. other words, like, how can I fix this bullshit right here? Yeah. So yeah. let me let me try to 
massage this in a way. Uh, you know, he, he came back with the um, with the Facebook thing. It's like, mm-hmm. dude, you should have said that first. Yeah. You know, yeah. instead of you speaking off the cuff, have a damn teleprompter in front of you. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <sighs> you know. I'm just, well, I was going to say to your point, um, trying to explain how frustrating Ben Carson is to people who ask me about Ben Carson. It's oh. like, oh, my God. I, I I, I, there aren't any words to say how frustrating it is, right? To see Ben Carson, especially, um, you know, it, it, I mean, that's what he—that's what he thinks. He thinks, well, you know, he thinks, um, you know, the joke, you know, the joke is that Trump has two black friends on Wilson and Ben Carson. That's all he knows. But that's, but his his <laughs> scope, no, his his scope of understanding yeah. when it comes to the African American quote unquote experience is so limited mm-hmm. that the that the most educated person in his circle is Ben Carson. Really, if you think about it. And when it comes to degrees in education, he's, he's loaded, you know, in, in neuroscience. But <laughs> when it comes to his reflection on what it, you know, putting him in a department like the housing and urban development yeah. that needs a lot of improvement, a lot of work, mm-hmm. and actually needs that support. Well, the criteria was he came from the ghetto. Right. <laughs> you so, know, he came from the ghetto. You know, right. That, that. But, you know, there's a term, um, millennial, called mm-hmm. uh, educated idiots. Yes. yes. There's I mean, plenty of them. I mean, uh, go to academia. Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's so, not, yes. so, you know, you know, uh, teaching at Johns Hopkins and going to Yale yeah. does not mean no. that he has empathy nor connectivity. No. Nor the social skills. Or, or, social or, skills. As, or the, con- as, or as the ability say, to put as, things as, Waterboy's mama said he lacks the social skills. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I mean, Forrest mm-hmm. Gump would have been a better choice yes. in this role than him. But you know, it. it, it, it but it, it goes back to as, yeah. as people been saying about mm-hmm. the whole cabinet mm-hmm. that this is probably the, one of the most incompetent cabinets mm-hmm. when you think about experience in these in these areas. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well. It's exhausting. <laughs> it is. I mean, yeah. you know, and I and I know. I like what Sam what Jackson of, said. Oh, yes. Sam went off on went it. Off. What, what? Go ahead. Basically, Sam just said, "F you, brother." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sam. He went Sam. Immediately. Him. He went. No, he went Pulp Fiction. Yeah, he did. He yeah, yeah. He went. Fiction. He was Jules. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he just oh needed a big Kahuna burger. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Here we go. Part two. Last week. I can't play at all. No. But Nikki but finally I don't need no woke up. I only like the beat. I don't need no. I only like the beat. Now, Millennial. No, keep playing. Now, I'm not gonna play the whole thing because they'll going. they'll uh, they'll kick me off oh. SoundCloud. Oh. <laughs> well, I'll play a little bit of it, but but Nick, you know we bootleg. We ain't got license in Rhode Millennial, we we ain't playing for spins. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 no. oh yeah, oh yeah. We ain't paying. <laughs> no, yeah, I understand. We've been we've been to men. No frauds. No frauds here. This is all for news. <laughs> no, no frauds here. That's right. That's so right. so so Millennial. Okay, first of all. Well beyond the forty-eight hour rule, yes. I guess as y'all say, the forty-eight well, hour. Well, it's not just so. Not what, just what are your me. thoughts? So, so, what are the it. thoughts? People waited. People were waiting. And what, what, what's been the Some feedback? People were disappointed. What's been the, the only feedback? people? The only people that I saw were like, on, you know, on their knees for this song were a bunch of you know Nikki fans, the Nikki quite on the really hardcore like the pop crossover fans. Yeah. We're really excited. <laughs> we're really excited about this. I mean, they're excited whatever she does. It's a better song. It's a better it's a good groove. It's a good Lyrically, groove. it ain't as hard. No. Well, her her, yeah. she, her her staff had had time to, be, yeah. had, yes. had time to put not, this together. Yeah. Because, I mean, let's think about mm-hmm. it. This ain't the golden age of hip hop no. where cats will 
cats will battle rap you in the grocery store. No. First of all, Nikki's <laughs> in pa- Nikki was in Paris. Nikki yeah. was fashion week. She was in fashion week, right? Yeah, yeah. But you, you know, know, it, you know, bougie, bougie, you know, bougie, whatever. Bourgeoisie. Yes. Yeah. But you know, this, I wasn't say this. I I like Nikki. I think that I think that she's great. But yeah, her hits aren't the rap songs. Right. <laughs> her hits were never the rap songs. That's super right. Bass, I mean, if you count super, even super bass, that's just. I mean, I'm not gonna it's rap it now, but it's like it's yeah. just it's a funny. It's a funny rap. Right. It's like, you know, yeah. it's, and then there's a song on it, like yeah. lyric, but but most of her hits have been crossover. Yeah, have been crossover. Pop, right. Pop Even on this hits. diss track, she's singing. Yeah, it's more of a pop so, record. You, you right. know, after the 48 hour rule, they well, should listen, have said, I, they said, if we're not going to do anything with 48 hours, mm-hmm. let it go. Let it go. Yeah. Listen, I, I, I didn't, obviously, I did not grow up in the golden age of hip hop. Yeah. So I want to hear what y'all have to say. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I, grew up in, I grew up in a stage where, you know, people like KRS One, and um and the bridge is over and, and oh, the, the, okay. the, those cats will battle rap you right down the spot. Yeah. I mean, it, it was you know LL yeah, Cool J yeah. and, and and Cool Mo D. D. Yeah. I mean, they, they will go at it. Uh-huh. But yeah. you know, you know the, the thing is, if Nikki's not a battle person, no. so she has the ability. But I think you know at this point in her career, why? Uh, yeah, why? why? I mean, why? I mean, you know, when I heard the interview about Remy Ma, yeah, you know, I'm hearing stuff like, well, you know, Nikki impacted her ability to get on the red carpet impacted her ability in terms of garnering some award. Mm -hmm. I mean, to me, that Mm -hmm. is such minor stuff. Mm -hmm. Hmm. It's such minor stuff, but it, but it shows the type of mentality that she had. Remy Ma is a different type of rapper. Yeah. Yeah. And and so her mentality is still Mm -hmm. on the streets. Well, you know, that's Mm -hmm. the hip hop versus hip pop. Right. Well, I'm saying, you know, the whole argument between these two were like, who cares? Right, who cares? But it's like, Nick, you know, Nikki was talking about, oh, I got her clapbacks in the beginning were like, oh, I'm selling records. But do you really want to define hip hop by how many records you've sold? Yeah. <laughs> well, but that's you know, what it is now. It's all that's about what it business. is now, but, mm. you well, know. Well, bottom line is it came out on iTunes. It's out. Mm-hmm. No fraud. How many? No fraud. And, and plus, and she, she bought her brothers. She bought, she, she bought Drake she, and you know, Yeah, Wayne. basically, she went back. I'm she not got, hating She on got it. slapped in the street. <laughs> she right. ran, went back home, yeah. right. got her big sister and yeah. her brother. They yeah, came brother. back. Because the big sister, who was it, came in? What was the, uh, the, was there a lady in there? Well, big brothers. Big well, brothers. Lil Wayne, no, Lil Wayne and Drake. Yeah, Lil Wayne and Drake. All her play cousins. Her play cousins. They came. They went. They came back down the street after they finished. First of all, first of all, they had to finish smoking their weed and finishing their forty ounces and the purple and the purple. Pur- pur- yeah. And so right. I'm. I'm not hating on her. It's just. Yeah. Uh, it could. It could be better. Okay. On both sides. Well, right, you know, we'll r- see. right now in in today's world, it's all about PR. Yeah, it, it is. Really it's is. All, it's all about the marketing. I mean, who? The fact is, whether this song is great or garbage, it really doesn't it matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. People are going to... And see, people, you know, people complain, you know, I, even me, I'm like, music today, is. I don't want to say it sucks, because not all of it sucks, but it's like, you know, why is the music the same way it was before? Because people are buying no matter what comes out. Yeah. And you that's know, a big problem. You know, what's interesting to me is that, you know, since she's aligned with Cash Money, Yeah, right? Cash you Money. Know, and you, when cash you, Money, Young Money. When you, when you, when you listen to them, those, uh, Birdman and his brother, Slim, mm-hmm. I mean, them ca- they the type of cats like you gonna fuck with me? Uh-huh. <laughs> you yeah. know, we we'll write uh-huh. we we'll put a song down in five minutes from now, oh, and yeah. it'd be out there. So, uh-huh. so you know, it's just kind of strange to me that it it went past the forty eight hour rule. Uh-huh. If you're gonna do this thing, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, you know, we'll see. Cause she does she have a new album coming out? <sighs> I don't know. Yeah. Because she, she released, now she released how many cuts this three, time? Three singles, but probably three, three because singles pink, with the Pink this Print release. came out three years ago. And so were the three songs directed at Remy? 
Beast no, Wars? just that one. Just that, just that verse. Just that verse. Mm-hmm. Okay. Really, if you think about it. Okay. Interesting. Well, okay. What, whatever, man. All right, y'all. We're gonna move on. You I'm know, sorry. you know I'm what time tired. it is, and and you know. Oh man, come on. I gotta man. come on. Come on. You know, I gotta change it up every oh, week. Oh. Come on, you ready? It's the, you know. You ready, man? It's two, the, the 2006 Trump Trump. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Just, you know. The dumpster, man. Come on. What happened this week, man? Oh, man, that was a whole lot, man. I think what's happening now is uh, the novel From Russia With Love is adding more chapters right now. You think so? Yeah, I mean, uh, a couple things. Um, they found out Sessions had a third meeting. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so mm-hmm. so I think one of the things that many people are saying is that if, if Trump surrogates and everyone is saying nothing happened, mm-hmm. why do you keep lying about the meetings? Yeah. Just mm-hmm. say, look, we met with these people 10 times and mm-hmm. nothing happened. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's just call it. Call it for what it is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But 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 to keep constantly lying and covering up now, Manafort's daughter, his they're investigating her now. Okay. Okay. And also now wait a minute. The invest is the investigation uh, congressional, or is this independent? Uh, it's congressional. It's and that, congressional. And that's another issue right there. Yes. Okay. Okay. So that's another issue. And then also another thing that's occurred that the uh, CIA and the, and the intel community are very, very find very curious is the fact is that there is a bank in Russia okay. whose computer has been bouncing off of Trump's organization's server. Wow. Over 2,000 hits. So the first thing they said, well, you know. And who reported that? Uh, I saw it on MSNBC. Hmm. Okay. And um. And so now that has a lot of people concerned. Why is this server is trying oh, to Lord. keep trying to communicate with the Trump organization from mm. a Russian bank? Okay. And so what they were saying is that first their excuse was, well, you know, we 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 sent out a lot of uh, information to our clients and customers. Mm-hmm. And so they looked at Trump's organization spam activity. Okay. And they said, no, that wasn't that wasn't it. Yeah. And so, so that's an interesting that's an interesting dynamic right now. Um, mm. And so, in the dossier that 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 um, that British guy gave, oh, yeah. you know, he came out of hiding now. Golden shower. Oh, the he, golden yeah. shower guy. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. And oh. so, and so, and so now, what they're okay. saying is that <laughs> as they are going through the dossier, everything is collabor- collaborating. Wow. Oh my god, corroborating. Really? The yeah. most the most the most damning thing on that whole thing was the Ritz Hotel. Right. Not not the not the golden shower part, but the the fact that he was so he was so upset that Michelle and Barack were in the same room that he wanted to Yeah. Just to, oh, man. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so so that's that's a big issue. And uh Yeah. Auntie Maxine jumped on the yes. jumped on and said, I believe he'll freak. And we, <laughs> she says, I believe she jump on MSNBC. Yeah, she basically yes. said, like, look, I believe it. I believe because yes. what's happening is this dossier, yeah. everything is everything is like lining up yes. right now. They're going through it piece by piece. Mm. But you know that what came out? Sorry, when that come out? That dossier came out probably about a month ago, mm-hmm. like early January. Yeah. Was it right before before inauguration? It was right yes. around that time. Right? Yes, around it was that, that week before. Mm-hmm. It came out before the inauguration. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, what else? What else is on the train? Um, well, you know um, the uh, health care repeal thing. Um, yeah. yeah. 
And uh, right now, that's... Uh, I, I, I refuse to call it O-Care anymore. I'm just going to call it the ACA. The Affordable ACA. Care Act. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's, well, you know, they don't want to call it Trump Care because that's... <laughs> well, that's really what it's going to be. Really that's really what it's going to be. And so right now, they are... Um, the congressmen are, are still punking out about meetings. Oh, wow. Uh, a lot of, of these guys do not want to sit in there. So community. no town halls. No town halls. Now, I will say that uh, coming up this week, because, you know, we tape every Sunday, end of the week... Um, CNN is doing a town hall right. with Ryan and oh, uh, no. Price oh. to talk about. Oh yeah, Tom Price. He's a snake Tom in the Price. grass. Yes. Snake in from, the grass. From, from health and human GA. Reason. Yeah, and so, so he's going to be on, and they're going to talk about it. They're going to do a, a town yeah, hall. Yeah. So so you know they're trying to do everything. So right now, um, what's interesting is that they went through two committees and passed this thing mm-hmm. very quickly. Okay. And the numbers are not in yet from the the, the budget office. The CBO. Right, because they mm-hmm. believe the CBO people are believing that the CBO is going to come back and say anywhere between five and fifteen million people are going to lose that. So product. basically, the 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 cost and how it's going to impact um, the number of people yes. they're right. holding those numbers. Well, back. I, I Am saw I correct? a thing. I saw a thing about the tax right uh, benefits. Yeah, uh, like they're being rolled back quite a bit mm-hmm. between the ACA and the HCA. Yeah, what they're calling it right. Yeah. But um. Yeah, they're, they're, I can't remember the number, but they're, cut, they're cutting it. Um, like I don't know, if, but they're cutting the tax um, benefit numbers mm-hmm. for people who make under $75,000, I want to okay. say. Yeah. But basically, I think I, I saw an article, I cannot remember where it was from, but they but it got down to, I think, somewhere around 30% less mm-hmm. than what people would make, what the tax benefits they'd get from the ACA. Mm-hmm. But, um, and then it's going to be a provide a huge tax cut for people yes. over a certain income, and also middle that, upper class, right? And also too, <clears throat> mm-hmm. there's another provision which you're calling it, the, the AARP has really jumped hard on, yeah. called an age tax. Yeah, and so yeah. and then you got the AMA, uh, the American Medical Association, they're jumping in into the fray. Uh, the the hosp- nurses, the, the hospitals, nurses because what they're saying is that yeah. uh, a lot of the Trump supporters who live in these rural communities. Yes, that's where the biggest tax breaks are. The hospitals mm-hmm. in many of these communities, many of them will be forced to cut services or in some instances they might go out of business. Well, you know the problem there. The problem is they're scaling back the amount of Medicare. Right. Medi- yeah. The, the, well, money, the well, amount of money. Right. And Whereas it's been expanding, Right. it's going to yeah. stop expanding. Right. right. Well, they want to, you know, they've always wanted to kill Right. So, so when you look at his yeah. budget cuts that he's, that he's, He's uh, asking for, you know, like for HUD, he, you're yeah. talking about $5 billion. They're talking about, yeah. you know, so it, it's going to be interesting because I'm, I was listening to uh, one of the uh, pundits say, you know, m- a lot of the Trump supporters are not really upset over this whole Russia thing mm-hmm. because they don't feel it. They don't care. They don't know. They yeah. don't. They don't. Trump they, is a hero to them. They don't care. Well, they, 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 they don't understand the they don't understand how it connects to them. Mm-hmm. Yes. Whereas that. With this uh, Trump care, mm-hmm. it it will have a real visceral yes. impact on them because it's going to hit that. Because when they go to the doctor, right, and that doctor says, you know, give me X amount of Z mm-hmm. money, yes. or I can't serve you, yeah, because I don't have money to. Or, right, you know. it's going to impact them. Yeah. So you know, can I say this? Uh, this is deja vu, and to, win. And to put it to put it uh, like uh, Yogi Berra, deja vu all over again. Obama went down the same road. Right. If you recall, the Democrats mm-hmm. with health care. Right. See, wow. if our Trump 
I'd hold off on healthcare because it's oh, the, it was the first thing they did. It's the they went hardest home. Right. thing. Now, uh, I will say, well, the Democrats and Obama didn't go this early. They didn't go this early. I would say but, about 2010s when you know because it because got, initially in 2008, yeah, he had to deal with the economy, the economy, stimulus check, yeah, the stimulus, stimulus uh, the uh, God, the automotive industry. Yes, but Detroit. I will tell mm-hmm. you that they're going down the same path because healthcare. Is not no, it didn't an, go smoothly. It's not an was it an instant gratification? No, it, it's an infrastructure kind of thing. You're you're trying to make something that is so intrinsically in the private sector be oh, more yeah. available in the public sector, and that's and it takes that's, a long it's time. Business. It takes yeah. a long time before you see the benefit. Well, right. Yeah, as, as somebody told me long time ago, yeah. um, one of the problems with insurance and the hospitals are there's grappling with this whole healthcare reform, regardless of whether it's ACA or whatever the new one is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In their mind, they're trying to figure out how do I make my money. Once they figure out how they make right. the money, mm-hmm. they're behind it. Yeah. But when they, but right now they don't know how to make the money. The money no. right. And so, so you're going to see all this. And so, what's happening next is that it's got to uh, go through the Senate. Mm-hmm. You've already had four. Uh, the, the Republicans can't lose more than two senators. Yeah. No, They've already had four that say. But see, they're in a position the same way. Obama was in a position where you're not going to get any mm-hmm. support from your opposition. You're losing right. internal support, right? And also your optics. The optics. Right. No, the op- the optics. The optics are all. Well, no, the optics of the <laughs> the initial. Bad. No, the optics yeah. of the initial healthcare thing with Kathleen Sebelius and that website disaster was yeah. just absolutely oh, yeah. horrible. It was like they didn't even they didn't even know what was going on. Like people were trying to sign up for it, they got shut out. The website, right. all this stuff, right. and nobody knew. Right. Who to who nobody who to answer to, and that's when Kathleen just took the bullet and was like, "I'm sorry." Well, I but, just think right now they're going down the same path. Yeah, they're going down the same path because now and, and with mm-hmm. this, and probably with the same results. And so probably. now, mm-hmm. so so you got you got uh, the hardcore conservatives. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Koch brothers have already said we're going to put money behind to kill this thing. Wow, they've so, already said it. That's a lot said. of money. They want money. That's a lot of money. They so money. so you got a lot of people behind the scenes. Um, you know, the, 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 this is one of those types of things as a Democrat. That pack money. That as a Democrat, <laughs> uh, 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 yeah. you just kind of sit there and say, you know what? I'm I'm going to not engage real heavily in this fight yeah. because they beating themselves up over this. Yes, yes. they are. And then uh, if I was a Democrat, so what I would do is, is focus on at the grassroots level in the communities, mm-hmm. having having people call up. Mm-hmm. Get people upset. Uh, get people upset. You know, mm-hmm. I would do a campaign targeted to certain communities Nick mm-hmm. to say okay if you live in this county in Kentucky let me tell you how it's going to impact you <laughs> uh huh you know I mean really yeah. I, I I would do I would say you know your senator yes you know no because the problem the problem with the Democrat party the biggest problem um, that I find because because it's so centered in the cities that a lot of people don't know who the representatives are right who most who especially say like Georgia are most likely Republicans mm-hmm. and I don't even you know it's like you know you live in this you mean area. the city versus rural yes the, the, and a lot of yeah. um, a lot of more quote unquote liberal people a lot of people especially younger mm-hmm. who only see things at the presidential level and like right. the presidential races and mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. primaries and stuff they don't know that hey the people who are really making decisions and really affecting people are the people who are in the state mm-hmm. senate houses and stuff right. like that who are really getting this control yeah I mean, if you want to know why everything's gerrymandered, yeah, in the well, way it is, right? Well, you know, that's um, that's, that's a big debate. thing, right there. Right. Yeah, I mean, I got some numbers right here, if you don't mind. Tom. Yeah, go, go ahead, go okay. for it. Yep. Uh, Trump first fifty days by the numbers. Okay. Oof. So now I got this off uh, five five twenty eight dot org. Mm-hmm. Oh, Nate Silver. Yeah, Nate yeah. Silver. Ninety 
plus rules and regulations. Is that been, fact check? Yeah, no, it's fact check. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. factcheck.com, motherfucker. Uh, 90 rules and regulations gotta ask, overturned. Okay. 200 How many? 90, I mean, 90 plus. Regulations overturned, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. There you go. 265 number of tweets from Jan- January 20th to March 10th. That's about right. Okay. 16 number of executive orders signed as of March 6th. Mm-hmm. Four number of, um, okay, uh, the number of cabinet positions not approved, not confirmed, 235,000. Okay. Uh, number of what? That's jobs. I'm sorry, jobs. I'm sorry, that's jobs. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. Okay. All right, the number of cabinet nominees not yet confirmed has been four. Four. Oh, right. that's what I was going to okay, say. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. 235,000 jobs. Okay. But check this out though. Mm-hmm. They did it Cuz the jobs report came right, out. Right. So okay. they did a they did a thing yeah. comparing Obama's numbers mm-hmm. for the past 2 years. Yeah. Last year he had 236,000. Okay. The year before that 237,000. So it's consistent. And the year two that 238,000. In and, January. Right. So okay. so they say considering that Trump has not put a tax cut in, he has not signed any legislation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, cuz you know he said these numbers are real. Mm. So, you know, um okay, 36 lobbyists have been hired. Mm. Okay. Swamp. Okay, uh, he's averages 5.3 tweets a day. Mm-hmm. The number of times <laughs> Trump has called out fake news on Twitter, 20. Okay, mm-hmm. the estimated cost of security since the inauguration is $7.5 million. Wow. wow. 36 drone strikes. Wow. Eight, number, eight is the number of times he's played golf. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you so you can see that uh, mm-hmm. it's kind of interesting these first fifty days. So I think right 50 now, days. I think right now uh, to your point, or- to your point, I think that they're trying to do some serious resetting right now because right now this is going to be his first chess, his test of selling. Yes, it is because of this whole uh, yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, in addition to that, on the train, man, you know, he purged at the Justice Department the other night. I heard about that. What was the um, one guy? One guy didn't resign. Yeah, he's, oh, he didn't oh. answer the call. The call came. He didn't answer. <laughs> he, 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 he treated him what? like a bill you collector. He <laughs> but he said that he met with Trump in November. Trump asked him personally to, to say, stay. What's happening is that talk radio. Yeah, Sean Hannity, all these guys, all of them this past week has said you need to purge the Obama holdover. So he's following, right? Oh. Well, the same thing. He's looking at Breitbart for his for oh, his, his Sally Yates. Yeah. yeah, for the okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so you got that. Then all of a sudden, you know, he was awarded um, mm-hmm. uh, a um, some licenses in China. Thirty six. Yeah, I saw that. Deep. So you know, so everybody said, "Whoa, is this like conflict of interest?" Mm-hmm. And so now you know he's being sued because of the hotel because uh-huh. they're saying that people now are going to hang out in this hotel and mm-hmm. Trump's people are finding out who's spending money. Mm-hmm. And so they're using that as kind of curry favor. In other words, hanging out at the bar to be seen. So people are tweeting out lobbyists and all sorts of political figures are, are tweeting that they're hanging out at the Trump bar wow. so that Trump knows that they're hanging out there wow. and that they're buying the $1,000 bottles of, of alcohol Ooh, and stuff. Man, that's okay. Interesting. And then what else? Um, I think what's interesting though, back mm-hmm. something that you've, you've kind of said, and, and Millennial also said this too, mm-hmm. that um, Bernie Sanders is calling the Democratic Party out and says, y'all need to stop annoying these 
ignoring these Trump supporters. Mm-hmm. And so now he is going mm-hmm. out, he's doing a town hall okay. where he's going to Trump communities. Mm-hmm. Uh, people that actually agreed with Sanders but voted for Trump. Because yeah. yeah. basically what he's telling Ooh. the Democrats is like, look, y'all got to go talk to these people. You can't yeah. ignore them. Yeah. But he, let, let me ask That's you, Rand. Oh, okay. Um, okay. You know, <laughs> is, is that good for the Democratic Party? Ultimately, I think what Sanders is doing, Sanders, his engagement, I think Sanders is trying to wake them up. And I think what needs to happen is that um, the Democratic Party are at the same point that Republican Party was at when Obama got elected. Okay, you remember they had these retreats and they're just trying to figure out Tea party. Yeah, they're trying to figure out what the hell's going on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think right now, even though you have Tom Perez and Keith Ellison air quotes on the same page. Mm-hmm. I think there's still some divisiveness inside. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a lot. And I think in terms you, of the and then you philosophical the, direction. Then you got yeah. the, the yeah. Diane Feinstein, yes. Nancy Pelosi, the Barbara, Chuck Bo- Schum- Barbara Boxers. Yeah. You mm-hmm. still got that whole thing going on. Yeah. Well you you know you got the progressive movement yeah. within and then you've got the, the moderates. Yeah, moderates and, and a lot of folks are saying, look, we need to Get our appeal back in rural America, right? With uh, that was always the blue collar. Well, that was yeah. worker. Well, see, the, what are the problems with with the Democratic Party? So, does tra- Bernie Bernie has the ability to do that? Does he have it? I mean, on the, in the primary, all, all to his ability, she couldn't touch those states, right? Those okay. rural states, she couldn't. Like you remember, I mean, the big. Did said, Bernie? Well, did Bernie have strong appeal? Yeah. Yes, West, West Virginia. Look at West Virginia primary. Right. Look at the West Virginia primary. She got decimated in the okay. West Virginia primary because okay. she talked. She goes. She because she was like, that's, We're gonna, that's where he's going. He's going back to West Virginia. Right. That's because okay. um, um, West Virginia's good spot. You know, Michigan. Yeah. That was another devastating loss for the Clinton campaign because mm-hmm. you know the whole right. factory jobs thing. But especially in West Virginia, especially because she came out and said several times that they're going to shut down coal country because of fossil fuels and mm-hmm. environment and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. then, but the way, but the way you say it, it come, you come at people's jobs like that, mm-hmm. people get and Trump exploited right. the hell out of that. When it right. Came. So let me right. ask you: Are we setting Bernie up to run? He's seventy in twenty twenty. He's seventy four. But uh, looks like to me, I, I don't know his profile, that. it's either he's going to run the party, but from a profile standpoint, we're giving him the lead They're not going to let him run the party. Who else is running the party? Who else is in his position? He's, he's a I shadow. mean, really, man. You, you're right. You're, you're, you're right, man. I, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean right now, you, if you look at the optics, man, uh, Perez and Ellison. They're know, only DNC leads. Right, right. right. But, okay. but no one is really taking leadership of the party. In terms of possible presidential right, no one nobody candidate other than him. I mean, right to now, oppose Trump in twenty twenty. Right. I mean, when I look at his Twitter feed, man, he is aggressive as hell. I mean, I'm not hearing anything, yeah, from from uh, Ellison or Perez. I don't see anybody on the horizon right now. Oh no, no, mm-hmm. I, I they, they're doing some soul searching right now. So well, there, my there point are, is, is it people. is it wise to keep Bernie out there like that? Or is it just an early adjective? He's just an early Well, uh, well, the thing is, if you don't keep him out there, you remember, you got a guy like Trump who dominates the news cycle. Yeah. You got to combat the news cycle. With something. True. With something. Okay. And I'll say his footnote, he's still not Democrat. (laughs) Yeah, he's he's an independent. independent. He's an independent. So I think, well, I mean, I'm not saying he's bad. I'm just saying um, he's got a shadow puppet manipulation of the Democratic Party. Not that he's manipulating himself, but his, his ideology is still hanging over the entire part, the entire way that the people organizing or, or organizing around it because they were going to 
you know, if Keith Ellison didn't have a position in the DNC, there was going to be a lot. Because he was behind right. Ellison. He was behind. It was well, really close. A lot, a, lot, it's, a lot of the very progressive, uh, like Michael Moore, mm-hmm. a lot right. of these guys were behind Ellison. Yeah. Right. And they, but their end game is becoming less about the Democratic Party and more of just about a quote unquote revolution. They don't care about the Democratic Because these progressives are seeing less and less the Democratic Party as a viable right. vehicle for their right. objectives. They, they're utilizing the Democratic Party because we're so locked into this two-party system. Right, but mm-hmm. if they eventually they're going to not want to do that. Okay, all right, all right, y'all. One more thing, then we'll get off the political stuff for a minute. Please. Omarosa and the article, the expose you sent out, uh, Millennial. Millennial shot us a, an, an article well, this week. Rand, you saw you. it. Yeah, I read I it. it what, were you, what were your thoughts on that, Rand? Uh, I mean, you know, it's... It, it's typical Omarosa behavior. Because, right? yeah, what I saw was she's truly, the, the the black Republicans are not happy. They're not happy with her. With her. Yeah, but yeah, they're not happy with her. I mean, Omarosa is like any political operative. She's an opportunist. Opportunist, mm-hmm. right. And, yeah. and so, you know, um, I think what she needs to concern herself with, uh, Trump is the same way. Mm-hmm. You know, once he rides her as far as he can take her. Yeah. I mean, she's going to be collateral damage. Yeah. And I think right now, I right. think she understands that. Yeah. And so she's going to take advantage of this as right. much as, as, much as where, possible. Like, where is Katrina Pearson? Yeah, that's right. She's gone. <laughs> yeah. Right. All yeah. the surrogates. Right. <laughs> the, the Stepford wives. Right. Right. As mm-hmm. I called them. Back it, in exactly. The, and where, yeah. where are all those black ministers? Yeah. Exactly. Oh, well, yeah. That Rem was. Darryl Scott. The, because, see, the the, ba- oh, yeah. the black Republicans weren't happy. And the article came from where? Uh, Buzz, Buzz BuzzFeed, Feed, surprisingly. Yeah, BuzzFeed yeah. did the expose. And if you want to look it up, you know, BuzzFeed.com. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's one of their big articles this week. Um, but one of the things they mentioned was uh, the black Republicans were not happy with the inclusion of Pastor Darryl Scott. Because they didn't see him. Was it Daryl Scott or what was the other guy? The uh, the guy who had the ministry, the media ministry that he did the uh, Daryl Scott. Was, was it Daryl Scott? I think it was Daryl. Scott. Okay, it's, 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 I think it's you got one in what Chicago? No, one in Detroit. The guy in Detroit. Yeah, that's Daryl Scott. I think. Okay, all right. Well, they or, weren't or Cleveland. One of the two. I remember Trump going to one of those Northwest. I think it's probably Detroit, but they had that. He had that giant um, pastor convention. I want to call it where he met them. It was like. 2015, I want to say that early campaign okay. stage, and that's what they're yeah, talking you're going about. But. 20 early, yeah, yeah. I can't last remember. year yeah, is when last. he did the um, the uh, the he went in, he did the interview with right. the, Pat, with the, the the network. That yeah. that was yeah. what we're talking about. Bottom line is, it's an interesting article, interesting read, kind of shed some light into, I guess the how can you say it? The black support, the black Trump supporter, and the mentality right now. Well, and, man, and, I mean, and how Amorosa is handling that. When I look at her and um, yeah. Shermichael and Paris Denard, man, I just get sick. Yeah, it's an interesting <laughs> dynamic, man. It's an interesting I dynamic. I mean, I watch Roland Martin every morning, man, and some of the brothers and sisters he bring on there, man. Uh, really, it, it's you know what's funny is that it, it, politics, you know, is it, not about uh, character. Mm-hmm. You see someone's character in politics. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so what you're seeing is individuals who are highly critical mm-hmm. are now all on the wagon. I mean, yeah. people don't realize that Kellyanne Conway was Ted Cruz's communications mm-hmm. person. Yeah. I mean, I've seen the article. Yeah, she made the switch. I mean, literally. Kool-Aid. I mean, <laughs> that's some good, I mean, powerful if you, if you If you go back and watch <laughs> CNN and seeing her yeah, as a seeing her as a, a, a surrogate for Ted Cruz. Yeah. 
I mean, it's wow. and and the way she talks about Trump. I mean, wow. it this it's all about you know. I'm just wow. gonna jump on the horse that's winning so right now. So the same powerful. She's Kool-Aid. she wait. Draw this. I'm gonna draw this this line. She supporting the guy that called out his her former family. Um, her right? Yeah. No, no. Her no. Her former um, her former boss's family. Former boss's family. Right. <laughs> and what? And then. Trump just recently had dinner with Cruz and his family yeah. at the White House. What, what, sorry, and then, what, then what a is, couple days before that, yeah. he had dinner with Marco Rubio and what, his what, what did That's Trump say about What did Trump say about Ted Cruz? Lion Ted. He called him Lion Ted. And then he, right. and then he, he, he linked he, his dad with Castro in the assassination of Kennedy. And then he yes. started challenging his wife. I, yeah. I remember the wife thing. It I just got, I mean, it just started getting bizarre. Right. Yes. And and that's why it's just so interesting to see. How bedfellows. Oh, yes. how politics. I make strange I mean, bedfellows. I'm, oh, my God. When after the election, you, there was a picture of Mitt Romney and. Trump and um, well, he abused Mitt. He abused yeah. Mitt. Yeah, Mitt, Mitt is he, gone. He, Mitt is oh, gone. he oh, publicly oh, yeah. abused him. No, I was thinking, where, where, where's, where's Chris? Christie? But you know what, man? I went back where's and I listened Chris? to some of our. I listened to some of our old episodes, and and I listened to some of the ones where we were talking about things like this. And it's amazing when you listen to all that that went down, and then you see where we are now. Right. And I'm like. How? This is a narrative. That's why. I mean, I mean, think about. It's, I mean, I mean, think to, to, to your it's point. To, to your point, millennial. Remember how Chris Christie was the chief butt kisser. Yes. Yeah. And Rudy Giuliani. While he had, <laughs> while while he was under investigation. Right. While he was under investigation mm-hmm. for all that Bridgegate stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's let's get off politics for a minute, okay, y'all. Okay, sure. Millennial, man. what you got on the uh, on the media TV front, man? What what's happening? A lot, um, of, a lot of good stuff. Are you talking about TV? Now, you mentioned uh, Big Reveal this week out of ice on HBO, the uh, Game of Thrones date. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What happened was they revealed the season seven release date. Yeah. Um, they had a block of ice? Yeah, they and had what a... Did they, they, oh, it, it, actually, it actually didn't take as long as it looked like it was going to take. where was the block of ice? Oh, probably in their studio somewhere. In the studio. Yeah, they, in their studio they, somewhere. They just had it set up, had like yeah. this, you know, fantasy sweet music playing on Facebook Live. They just show up on Facebook, on Facebook Live, Live, right? And, and they watched see, it melt. It yeah. was, I mean, people had to tweet fire or Jakaris to get the fire to get the fire to melt the ice. <laughs> That's brilliant. No, brilliant. it was great. That's people brilliant, were, they right? had it was it was I mean people were like You're talking about eye, captive eyeballs. Yes, yeah, I know. people like, waiting people to see What was it the uh, season 7 release date? That's like yeah. the old adage watching paint dry. Right. That's it. <laughs> but would you rather watch a would you rather watch a block of ice get melted? Yeah, that's brilliant. <laughs> so was, when so when when is the uh date? Um what? it's in July. So it's in damn you write the date down. I think it's a, it's a, <laughs> 7 7 16 Okay. Yeah. There you go. Seven sixteen. All right. Yeah. Cool. What else you got? Um. Oh, feud. I saw that. Oh, you did see it. Yeah, I did see it. That's the Ryan. Murphy. The Ryan Murphy. Okay. Ryan Murphy crockpot. Yeah. So Hollywood, so what, old Hollywood. So, so okay. what? So what is it about? Um. Currently, well, oh, Joan Crawford and yeah, Betty. That, yeah, yeah, that one. I, is, saw, yeah. I saw that. I knew a lot about that. I yeah. Took, I took a film history class. I knew okay. a lot about that. Okay. Yeah. No, the show. Um. Funny. Um, it's pretty funny. I mean, it's pretty funny, but it's just, um, first episode, it just talked, it, it focused on Joan Crawford trying to get the picture made. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, um, they had, you know, Joan Crawford was talking to the director, you know, it was like, I want this and this and this. And then eventually, you know, they, she came to the conclusion she needed Betty Davis to come right. get it together. I said, a lot of people don't realize that the Joan, even though they hated each other, mm-hmm. Joan realized if I'm going to make this movie, mm-hmm. I got to, I got to get in bed with my enemy. Yeah. Right. Cause their careers were over. 
Right. right. That, right. that way the way the show is doing a really good job of explaining that because yeah. you hear you hear names like Catherine Hepburn yeah. who are young who are contemporaries yeah. but who are younger than them yeah. and who are getting more roles. But I'm just but in terms of the way he's presenting it, um, I think this is probably gonna be just as good yeah. as how he did the OJ show. And you know in what? Terms of I'm gonna the give platform. I'm gonna give Millennial his credit because <laughs> one of the words he picks up on that's kind of big now is the anthology series. Oh, it's huge. And and, and you, I don't know if you're it's, familiar with... It's really been with, kickstarted by Ryan Murphy. Yeah, really I don't know if you're familiar with uh, the anthology series, because you were mentioning that in the other episode over and over. Yeah. But uh, I heard no, somebody America, talking America about Horror how story. big... Yeah. What what it means basically is every season it's, it's something different. new. Right, and people... It's not like, you know how you used to carry it on like a uh, you had a cliffhanger? For next no. season, no, they completely like the wipe show, the, the slate. Right, the show can keep Boom. going. They'll bring Something back. New. They'll bring back actors. Yeah. Well, you, you, um, you know that that's that's old. Um, that's old Rod Sterling. That's yeah, it is, that's and that's what, what that that is that that's, is part that's of the exactly whole. Exactly what is. Yeah, yeah. it's the but, anthology. Okay. But, so, but the rise but of the now, anthology is back. So yeah. so when millennial gets our age, yeah, he gets our age, and they say they're doing this anthology. So now Ryan Murphy, trust me, he like, he's Ameri- the king. American Horror Story came out a couple years ago, and it 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 was a runaway hit for a couple of seasons. It's still going on still hit but American now, Crime is his American or? Crime Story is his American Crime hmm. on ABC is yeah. an, is right. ABC and that's show an and anthology. that is phenomenal John yeah. Ridley produces that right okay yeah so, so imagine what the feud would be 30 years from now if they did one it would be what Nikki and Remy Oh my God! Would it be Beyonce and uh, Mimi? I no, mean, well, you know, on, on the <laughs> act, right? on the actor no. side, who knows? Well, I who mean, knows? But Wesley Snipes and everybody else. Well, well, the <laughs> next, well, the next, the next season is going Wesley to be. Nah. Well, the next season nah, is going Isaiah to be Washington and everybody else. Oh, oh I know Isaiah <laughs> Washington. <laughs> Isaiah Washington up. and that boy from Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> no, but the next season is going to be Charles and Diana. Okay, so cool. So that's the direction yeah. he's headed. But All right, well, any, anything else? On, okay, here's the other thing. And this I saw this uh, this oh, week. Um, I mean, I try to keep up with TV. I saw but. the previews, and I got my noti- my, my notification. Uh, Burning Sands came out uh, on Netflix. Is, so it's out right now? It is out. Okay, I need to check and, it out. Um, it, it actually, I think, came out this week. And, and if y'all aren't familiar, Burning Sands is the uh, hazing... Or how do you? It's not the hazing. It's, it's, burning, it's about black HBCU hazing. You got to cross the burning sands Burn, to, yeah. to get over. And you are Greek, and we're not Greeks. Not so right. two, one of three yeah, is so Greeks. The, so here's the thing. Uh, black, and one of the articles I read, Black Twitter is going crazy because you got a lot of folks who are pissed off about the way it's being treated. They feel it's being exploited. And this is on Netflix. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Oh, okay. And a lot of folks are saying... Is this, a, is this an original? It's an original movie. Oh. So it's part of their spring-summer release oh, okay. campaign. Oh, The Get Down comes out April. Don't yeah. worry about that. I, yeah. Thought, yeah. I thought they were not, I thought they were going to stop doing it. Oh, that. no, no. Uh, part two. I know I thought so, too, but no, that's part two. They're bringing it back. Mylene. Yeah. Okay. Mylene. Mylene. <laughs> so you got... That's some bad acting, brother. <laughs> no, it's bad. I don't know. No, I just like... No, what is... What's like... What's like Ezekiel? And he's yeah. like, Mylene. So you got, you got this God. out and, 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 you know... Netflix is is really they're, they're stirring up the pot. Yeah, they they are. they are a studio now. Yeah, mm-hmm. they are like if you go back in Hollywood history, they are like what RKO used to be. Yeah, yeah. RKO RKO was the the little studio that that could, mm-hmm. and they always a little independent, right? So you know Citizen Kane and some other stuff. Oh. Yeah, and so Amazon and Netflix mm-hmm. are picking Amazon up. Amazon is stepping it up. They're picking yeah, they up. Are. They're mm-hmm. picking up that mantle. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, and, and they're going after these independent filmmakers saying, yeah. hey. 
if, if you can't get an HBO deal, you can't get a big studio right. deal, come mm-hmm. talk to yeah. us. Well, they're taking on what I'm seeing also. They're taking on, especially in the African-American community, they're taking on some topics that people wouldn't touch. The right. major studios right. won't. So, so do you think it's fair for them to take on HBCU, hazing, and, and the, the Greek society? Well, I mean, everything is... You think, I mean, I do mean, you think it's kind of done? I mean, everything is... Fair? I mean, you know, it, it depends on... You have to... T- Depends on Greeks in the period in which they pledge. Yeah, I mean, because they're making it seem like it's a it's a problem that still exists. Well, I mean, you know, the whole which I think it is the the whole pledging process was always been shrouded in secrecy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I can you know just them old bros. I mean, them old bros. I mean, you know, I mean, run. You, I mean, you, I mean, you know, millennial may not know this, but, but we, you know, you, you, you had phases. You had what yeah. you called the underground phase, yeah. Which yeah. basically you were pledging, but you really weren't on official. Yeah. So uh, you, so you getting, no, your, no, I know what you mean. So you getting your ass beat. <laughs> you couldn't tell anybody. You couldn't tell anybody. See, I wasn't a Greek, but you would no, see. No, it's different. You would see there's, people there's show some, up on campus, and I'm like, damn. Yeah, some, out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. <laughs> out of nowhere. And then your boy, all of a sudden, to be shaved. His head would be shaven, and he looking your all roommate. He, oh. he looking. He, he's all tired. He's stinky. I mean, That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll, uh, I'll say. And, and, and then when they went from the pledging process to yeah. what they call the intake process. Yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of the a lot of old Greeks had a hard time with that. You know, mm-hmm. you, you still have Greeks saying, you know. You ain't full. You ain't a full member until and you know what. That until ain't you get, fair. Till you get your ass. Beat. That ain't fair. I mean, that's you know. not fair. And so you know, it's, it's a whole, it's a whole different. Process. And I think all that's I'll what perpetuates is, it. Too. All I say is there are lawyers now. Yeah, that's right. what I'm saying. Well, and, and and also a lot of the schools mm. had to step up. Yeah, because these kids now lawyer you up. I don't hear they anything do. crazy. They lawyer, they lawyer you up. Uh, you know, back in the day, yeah. you know, you had to go through this process, and you you were praying to God every night that you got accepted. Then what happened was kids didn't get accepted. What they do, they start calling national chapter. They start lowering up. Mm-hmm. So now that you now these oh. organizations, basically anyone who applies, mm-hmm. uh, and they can pay, they can no, pay. You'll, you'll never see like a ninety sitcom level of trying. Remember when Carlton and um, Will were <laughs> yeah. trying to never Yeah, you'll but never I'm, see I'm here to tell you this. This um, and some of the young brothers. I mean, the problem is each of these fraternities is a franchise. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It is a loosely governed franchise. Mm-hmm. So you're asking 21 and 22 year old young men mm-hmm. to make very adult decisions. Mm-hmm. And they make a lot of it's bad like, decisions without guidance. Uh, it's like the Stanford prison experiment. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But I will, I will tell you this, guys. I will tell you, and, and this uh, Burning Sands is on Netflix. Okay. And I just watched the preview. Okay. And I was like, Okay. Whoa. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. And and the reason I say that is because you know again I was I was I didn't I didn't I wasn't Greek but all my friends were you know so I really was kind of this was like, at Troy right yeah yeah yes. I was I was the uh, how do you say I was their sanctuary you know you had you had sanctuary rooms where people could go hide out oh and so you know we we see a lot of it and and you know my my bottom line is mm-hmm. man um, when when you look at um, and and one of the things I read an article about the I have not seen it yet. I'm probably going to check it out within the next couple of days. But what a lot of folks are saying is the stories are based on true stories. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, all of it's like that. I mean, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you have some good experience, you have some bad experiences. The question is, yeah, uh, how balanced will it be? Yeah, true. How balanced will it be? I mean, you know, like to stay on this college thing. I mean, this morning, 
my wife had me watch this movie called The Quad, which is now oh, a series on BET. BET. And, you know, I've, I've, um, I think Black Twitter or, or Black Voices on Huffington Post has been a lot of uh, feedback, flack, particularly from HBCU presidents mm-hmm. uh, about. Oh, the, it's uh, intense. About, and this is a, a Rob Hardy production. They push the envelope. Okay. This is now, um, been, the um, game. Same people? Or yeah, the same people. Yeah, you know, Rob Hardy, uh, Rain, Rainforest, him and Will Packer. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. You know, both of them went to FAMU. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh. And so, okay. you know, so this is, a, again, um, Gamma, Georgia, Georgia Gamu. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, it's, if, if you watch it, it's basically set on- I've seen a couple of the Clarkson yeah. Morehouse, Morehouse's campus. Mm-hmm. Oh. And as I look at it, it, it reminds me of stomping on the yard, and um, uh, what's the one with Nick Cannon and he played the, the oh drumline drumline? <laughs> it's, 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 it's essentially the same. thing. It takes yeah. on some controversial. It stuff. It takes on some controversial, like the the uh, president or the the woman's daughter. Yeah, she in the episode that I saw, she could have died from alcohol poisoning. Yeah, oh, wow. you know, and you know, I, I think they have a the presidents do have a legitimate claim on some aspect mm-hmm. okay. because it. It again is showing more negative, mm-hmm. uh, but a lot of the stuff does happen. Yeah. I mean, let's mm-hmm. be honest. Yeah, that happens on many college campuses. Well, you know, on, on that note, on the college campuses, they might have a complaint, but it's no different than the pastors might have a complaint about what's the Greenleaf, green? oh, Greenleaf, right? You know That's what I mean? <laughs> it, it's all a soap opera, right? Yeah. It's all it's all a soap opera. I, you know, I, you know, it's kind of funny because my wife and I several months ago we were watching a different world i think we binged yeah. time. oh yeah it's on, on a different world we binged on it mm-hmm. and we were saying hey you know you know different world in its day had a profound impact on hbcus in terms of the number of applications yes. and interest yeah. and i said you know wow it would be cool if they did a show like that a reboot of it right mm-hmm. yeah. but so it seems like the reboot now is this quad mm-hmm. which is more drama oh it's intense and, 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 it's, and it's, it's 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 rooted in yeah. fact and it's not comedy right it's not comedy it ain't comedy it's and, not comedy yeah and to speak to your point a lot of shows these days um yeah. everybody loves anti-heroes everybody yeah. loves seeing right the nitty-gritty you know, yeah. that's that's what we are. We right. we, we don't we, we don't want to see though. They they the no. comedy phase right. is out. Right, that's right. Nobody, they, nobody, they wants, nobody wants to see political comedy. Nobody it, wants to see House of Cards. Yeah, or it's, Veep. Yeah, <laughs> it's expose. Yeah. yeah, expose them. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, you got anything else on the on um, the on the uh, entertainment side for we? I can't remember. Um, we have Greenleaf next week. Okay, that comes back. Yeah, Greenleaf um, is back, which is on on Oprah. Oh, on, on Oprah. Own Network. Oh. It's a really. That's the, um, did it. It's who, a, who oh, did that? Who, who's no, the producer Oprah? behind that? Man, I don't know, but I will tell you, Greenleaf is well done. Is I, well I done. love what's his name. Uh, God, what's the actor who plays Keith, da- Keith David? Man, Keith, yeah, Keith David, David, my boy, um, Keith, incredible oh, voice. When, by the way. When, well, you know he does all the stuff Whitfield. for uh, Kim yeah. Burns. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Yep. We yeah, Keith yeah, David, Lynn Whitfield. Lynn Whitfield. in it. They great acting. It's well produced. Uh, it's controversial as hell. It uh-huh. pushes the button, oh, yeah. man. Every I mean, I've seen, like, I've seen worse. <laughs> yeah, I've seen worse, but, but it's like, whoa. But for a show about a church, I'm like, okay. Oh, it's hardcore. I mean, you, to your, it's hardcore, to your point, uh, Tommy, uh, yeah. Oprah's production, and you look at her production value of between Greenleaf yeah. and, and Queen oh, Sugar. Oh, Queen Sugar. Queen Sugar. Yeah. And Queen, Queen Sugar. Sugar. I yeah. mean, she has stepped it. Uh-huh. I mean, she has stepped it up. Well, yeah, I mean, she's got to compete because now right. she's got to compete with Netflix too. HBO. She's got to compete yeah. with Amazon. Right. So so yeah, they they got to right. compete. They can't and, come out with the You know, and then when the way the Netflix and Amazon and all these other networks competed was by making And now y'all know shows. Apple's in the game. 
Apple is yeah, about they bought to start some. Producing. They bought somebody. <laughs> well, so and even though they've been talking about that, you sent me something about YouTube too. Yeah, YouTube is yeah, YouTube is doing the same thing. So everybody's everybody's producing original content. Yeah, you YouTube is trying to get the YouTubers to do stuff. It's yeah, Well, I was. Did you guys ever watch Black and Sexy TV? Yeah, you know what? They need help. They need help. They got some good stories, but they got some good stories in my opinion. Good stories, but they're not there, and it's tough. They need. I mean, you know, um, you got someone like a stronger platform. Someone like Netflix, yeah, needs to come help them out. Yeah, they Amazon, do. Amazon, just like that, like Issa Rae. They need Issa Rae a strong, core was, platform. Oof, everything. Does that make sense? Yeah. Now their platform spread out. It's just, it's just kind of like you have to be notified when new episodes. It, it's just not a strong platform. Yeah. yeah. But hey, um, going on. Uh, oh, I it, saw a movie last night. Uh oh. What you say? A documentary. Which one? I'm not your Negro. I want to uh, see that. You I know what? I'm gonna I'm wait and get around to you on that because I do want to ask you about that. Yeah. Yeah. B took me to the movies okay. last night. Yeah, I want to ask you about. She it. said she won't take Nick to the movies too. Okay. Oh Lord. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what movie are you going to see? Well, I want to see that. <laughs> she likes sci-fi. Yeah, okay. okay. Well, y'all like you okay then? <laughs> I'm okay. okay. She loves sci-fi. Hey, y'all, real quick, um, the uh, WikiLeaks, and I, I'm going to get to a couple of things, and I'm, I'm just going to be real brief on this. Y'all know that earlier this week, uh, WikiLeaks leaked a bunch of CIA information. Oh. I'm not going to get into the technical side of it, but in general, basically what it's saying is- you got a Samsung, watch out. Yeah. Hey, anything- you that, got, if you got one of these little dolls, <laughs> that's your kid got a doll. Watch, watch out. out, iPhone. But mm-hmm. I think ultimately, what it comes down to, if you're doing anything and you leaking information to, you know, sabotage or anything like that, they know about it. They gonna know about it. Oh, they know about it. They know. What well, you know? So that's, don't even, that, that's don't the, even think that, people don't know. Well, that's, the, know. that's the funny thing about the Trump administration. Yeah, right? it's it's like whatever the the the, the hubris they have, the yeah. arrogance. Yeah. Somehow stupidity is a part of it. It is yes. because guys like Flynn and all these other cats. Come mm-hmm. on, man! I mean, I didn't know. They, they, they know. I don't know. They know. I, I don't recall. <laughs> uh, but you what, know, they know. They so know. you know. So I wanted to just mention that just because it came out this week. You know, so be it. Uh, well, you know, uh, Julian Assange was Trump's buddy. Yeah. Right. Now I think he sees that the door swing with Julian Assange, the door swings both ways. Right. But you know, open Pandora's box. And and the funny thing is, Assange is off is offering up the fix. What? He's like Don't he's like, him. hey y'all, um, the CIA is uh, is basically hacking or has the ability here, the tools they use. Right. And oh yeah, by the way, I got the fix that makes you less vulnerable. Right. Come Don't to me them. and I'll give you the fix. Right. Right. What? Right. Right. So and, you know and, and that was that was kind of crazy. All right, and and also, man, what do y'all think about all these unlimited plans? Have you seen the rash? You got AT and T just released. Well, T Mobile, T Mobile had they were the they were original. You remember that Nicki Minaj commercial? She's like, why did you watch my videos? Ariana Grande. Yeah. So you've got now Sprint has unlimited. Well, you know, Sprint and Title signed up. Title signed up with Sprint. Yeah. Yeah, but now you're talking about unlimited. Uh, data, everything, text. Well, with AT and T, is smoking mirrors because when you go and look at the plan, it's really saying if you get if you get a direct TV, yes, you get it. that's the yeah. biggest. Well, here's here's what I'm hearing, and these like the the fine the fine print. Okay. Uh, it includes what they call a stream saver, which AT and T uh, terms for downsizing uh, HD video streams to SD. So your quality, yeah, you'll you'll of get course, unlimited, yeah. but you'll get few, less quality. 
Uh, if you use 22 gig of <laughs> I mean, data, might as well say you're getting a black and white TV. So. Right, I mean, pretty much. <laughs> if you use 22 gigabyte of data in a month, and the speed maybe the speed may be throttled uh, during right. congested. So you periods. get all these pixels. That's yeah. it. Uh, you can't do hotspot tethering. That's the, which well, we that's about the biggest. That, which is huge. <laughs> Tax and fees are extra, which are commonly around seven percent. That's according to the AT and T online help. And one-time activation fee there is $25 per line. Um, you know, T-Mobile started it, and here's the fine line on T-Mobile. Uh, five lines for 180. Uh, existing T-Mobile customers must archive HD and hotspot features. You got to archive that mm. before T-Mobile or online account is set up, and it's now, but it's now included in the price. Um, it's five dollars to add a line if you decline to auto pay. So if you don't do auto pay, you got to pay an additional five. And uh, during congested periods, the heaviest users, which happen to be 28 gigabyte a month, they'll be throttled, and pro- which means, you know, going to slow down. Right. And uh, given to devices over hotspots, and new users may have to pay $20. Bottom line is T-Mobile still has a hell of a deal for yeah. the money. They still, when uh-huh. you look at it, and if you, if, if any, because I'm telling but you, do man, they have the I saw this coming. Remember we were talking about, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and, and now I'm glad to see it because Hopefully it drives down the prices. If y'all remember, I mean, I hated like when you were when you going back to the old AOL days before it was unlimited. Yeah. When people, you know, yep. And and these guys with data have taken advantage oh, of people yes, for so long. Yes, they've been doing it so long. Oh, no, I'm just. I, yeah. I'm getting. I'm sorry. I'm getting flashbacks to AOL. You go over those minutes, and they oh, start. Oh, they God. start killing. They start killing. Right? Oh, no, yeah. I mean, but it's but compared to today. Oh yeah. yeah. 120 minutes on the internet is nothing. But you've got well, some yeah. people right. paying thousands, about a thousand dollars. Right, month and then they also, and then they for family they, plans. No, but how they how they used to do it, they'd also equivalent like equate the amount of data you use to the amount of minutes you use. So like you like dial up like oh, yeah. way back when. So it's it's sort of that mentality. But you know, I'm, these these phone companies are becoming little mini. ISPs. Well, they're, they're yeah. data companies mm-hmm. now. They're, yeah, they are. Yeah, they, they have to be. They're data companies. I mean, right. you're absolutely right. I mean, it's, it's scary. Right. Little mini, little mini yep. Comcasts and little mini yep. Um, yep. Coxes and whatever. There you go. All right, Rand, I'm gonna throw it to you, man. What you got? You were talking about your yeah, own. yeah. Last oh. last night, um, we my my daughter and my wife and I we went to the uh, really want to go see that. We went to uh, I'm not your Negro. This my this was Kendall B's second time. She's she's in a civil rights class, so she. Oh, yeah. okay. So a lot of people say this is one of those types of movies where you probably more you could go twice. Mm-hmm. Pick what, were you, what were your thoughts on mm-hmm. that? I thought it was a very good movie, man, because he 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 asked some very good questions. I mean, mm-hmm. first of all, um, this movie was based off of unfinished manuscript. Mm-hmm. Um, he was writing this manuscript about his three friends, mm-hmm. um, three assassinated leaders. Okay, yeah. Maker Evers, um, Malcolm X, and Martin Luther King. Mm-hmm. And so uh, the majority of um, Samuel Jackson did the voiceover. Uh, so it was a, it was a lot of uh, going back and forth, a lot of images, a lot of music to to ex- to explain certain points. And one of the things that you know he was talking about. Um, he said, uh, we have to really ask, he says, basically, white folks, y'all need to ask y'all a question, ask this question. Mm-hmm. Why do you need black folks to mm-hmm. be subservient to you? Mm-hmm. You know? And that, that you know what I heard? Uh, I saw that. It, it's funny you mention it. Um, somebody said about that documentary that it is more powerful for whites to see it 
right. than mm-hmm. blacks to see it. Right, he's, he's because he's a lot of the stuff that we see in the documentary, we know. We've seen it, right. 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 And you, it, could, you, could, you could say that about this election. <laughs> I mean, really. I mean, really. I mean, you're absolutely right. Nick, really Nick. It was, <laughs> so when we went yeah. to the movie theater, I mean, you know, it, it wasn't packed. It was um, um, in Midtown. It was one of those artsy movie theaters. They yeah. had, like, oh, they had, you, like, oh, okay, okay. You know, the one across from uh, Piedmont Park. Okay, uh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Midtown Cinema Arts. Mm-hmm. Like sure. Mm-hmm. Right by the Trader Joe's. Cinema Arts. Oh, so, okay, 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 okay. Okay. And uh, and so, you know. Um, Have a place like that in Athens, too. So, you know, it had Moonlight. Mm-hmm. Moonlight was there. Yeah. and uh, A lot so, of the independent films. Yeah, a lot of the small, yeah. small planned films. And uh, so the, the the crowd, probably me, maybe 20% of the, of the seats were filled. Yeah. And okay. of that 20%, probably about. 80 to 90 percent African Americans. Okay. okay. And okay. Um, so um, the, the whites that were in there were probably more of your liberal baby boomer whites. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, Birkenstocks, long hair, you know. Yeah. You know, going to uh, health, uh, health food stores. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which now we call, uh, 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 tra- uh, we call Trader Joe's or, uh, <laughs> or uh, um, what's the one of the whole big? Foods? Whole Foods. Whole Foods. A whole paycheck. Aldi. Whole, yeah, yeah. All, Aldi, yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, it, 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 it I mean, James Baldwin, the questions that he was proposing to mm-hmm. white folks. I mm-hmm. mean, he 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 talked he talked about being a man. Mm-hmm. He said the fact is that you won't allow me to be a man, but you keep telling me to be a man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you keep trying to put me in this box. Yeah, yeah. A man does. A man puts himself in the box he wants to be in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, he he really intellectually went after them in a way that 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 that, that grabbed you. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you were saying like, wow. I mean, he had this debate on Dick Cavett show where he shut this Yale professor down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, people in there were clapping. He shut him down. He dropped the mic. Yeah. Um, and then he had a debate at, at uh, Oxford. Mm-hmm. And the, when he got finished, the other dude didn't even get up. It was, wow. it was standing ovation. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, to your point, isn't that amazing how those debates were recorded? Right. <laughs> isn't that just like, just right. like you have to be thankful. <laughs> That, right, right. That somebody kept a record. And, 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 and you know, and, you know, and, and he talked about his relationships with with these famous people. And he made this interesting comparison. Mm-hmm. He said about Martin Luther King and Malcolm X. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said that in the beginning they were they were on opposite sides of the equation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But in the end, they were sitting together side by side at the table mm-hmm. because he was talking about Malcolm went through a metamorphosis. Dr. King went through a metamorphosis yeah. and that met and their metamorphosis actually converged mm. at some point. Cause wow. you know, he was basically saying is the, the Malcolm that basically African-Americans like to quote mm-hmm. by any means that that was the Malcolm of the black Muslims. Okay. Mm. But the Malcolm died a Muslim. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. so his viewpoint of the world changed after he had his, his journey to Mecca. Mm-hmm. And that, mm-hmm. of course, that led to the split with the with the nation, right? And that type of stuff. So he says a lot of times African Americans we keep clinging to the to the Malcolm that was the nation of Islam, mm-hmm. whereas that Malcolm really wanted people to cling to the Malcolm he became. And even even you know Spike in the movie uh, took him there, right? Toward the end of the movie, right? And and then you know when he it, became more independent, right? And then, then yeah. you know in, in James Baldwin, you know, hey, he was born in New York, yeah, and yeah. and he. He had to give credit to both Megger Evers and Martin Luther King because they were in the fight. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he didn't say Malcolm wasn't in the fight, mm-hmm. but he said it was easier to talk about the fight in New York City mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. versus being in front of a fire hydrant right. or a bulldog. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that's, the, that's the biggest comparison I think you can make between those two because Martin Luther King Jr. lived in it right. a lot more. And so his his decorum and the way he dressed himself, like you see in, this, in these videos, um, he's much calmer. That's why he's so calm because he has to deal with it every day. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And Malcolm and, and James had this one point. He basically says, you have me at a superior advantage to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know you. You don't know me. Yeah. And, and you know, y'all, it, it, <laughs> it's funny. Still in theaters. Oh, uh, you, you could definitely check it out, man. Yeah. And, and, and I think uh, it's already or it should be yeah. at but least still playing. on Netflix. No. I mean, not, not on, I'm sorry, not on Netflix, but on iTunes. I, I think it's available. I know Fences it? is available now. Yeah, but on it, iTunes. It ju- I don't, well, we'll yeah. check it later. But yeah, I'll it, give it. A, I'll it, give it a just, check. It recently. Well, came you know, out. well, it's interesting to me. One of the reasons mm-hmm. why I wanted to attend the movie is that uh, yeah. one of the guys behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Actually, I went to a summer program with him when I was a kid. Wow. And I re- and in in when we were in college, we kept mm-hmm. in contact. He was actually being a PA. Uh, on eyes on the prize at the time. Oh, wow! Oh. And so he, this brother name is, is Nolan. Mm-hmm. Nolan Smith. He's from Memphis, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And Nolan is right now leading up. Um, uh, what's that on PBS? Uh, Independent Lens. You ever seen that? Hmm. No. Well, Independent Lens. They do a lot of um, 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 independent movies, oh, and okay. they got one out that you guys might want to see, Nick. Okay. It's about the Bloods and the Crips. Okay. Hmm. I saw this. I learned so much about those two groups right there. Wow. That it blew my mind. I did not realize that the, the, the Bloods and the Crips, how they're different. The Crips really were the more powerful group. Okay. The Bloods actually started off as other gangs that came together. Mm. And that's why they call themselves Bloods, because in Vietnam, that's what the black soldiers oh, call themselves, okay. Bloods. Mm. And so that's how they came together. But then they talked about how in Los Angeles, the 65 riots, what happened. It was, when I last saw that, I saw Ferguson. I saw all this other stuff. Oh. A young 20-year-old black man was being pulled over by the cops about a busted taillight. Mm. And that led to the riots when his mama came out there and said, hell no, you ain't taking my son to jail (laughs) and and his brother. And so that led to that led to that stuff right there. But um, Mm. also, so you need to check this out about the bloods and the crypt, man, because you will understand when these brothers talk about why they are who they are. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Stanley Tukey Williams. Yeah. He basically said, I became a monster because you were a monster against me. Yeah. You know, wow. and so uh, mm. that was interesting. But also, too, man, we I'd be mm. remiss if we didn't talk about Biggie's anniversary. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Yep, it was. It was this week. Saw so you saw the the Biggie, oh, the, the Biggie pics on everybody's Instagram, the videos. Yeah. So yeah, without the a doubt, R. I. P. R. I. P. Biggie. R. I. P. So, so, so millennial, so, what do you guys think about Biggie, man? Oh, what do I think about? <laughs> I mean, um, I don't. I mean. You know, ask me on the spot. You gonna ask the millennial? He was born. I, I mean, that's the <laughs> he thing. He was born I, I with really, Biggie. I mean, you were just I, being born when, yes, when, when, when Biggie. Yes. So, so, so let me ask you this. You know, it's kind of hard. Do you guys look at? Do you guys have the same amount of reverence? That's of the thing, Biggie. I, that maybe people, the generation before you, not necessarily boomers, but no, the, the Gen the, X people. I'm gonna say, God, I want to say this. I think depends on who you ask. I'm gonna say not as much. Um, I'm going to say it's a little divorce. I, I mean, it's not, you can't just put on a t-shirt and say, I like Biggie. That's not the kind of reference. Yeah. Um, 
God. I mean, it, put things in perspective. I mean, I don't, I wouldn't, God, I don't, mm, see, this is really hard. You didn't, no, you didn't, really hard. I, mean, you I, didn't know, I, I think it's it tough because way. that generation didn't grow up no. and feel the vibe. No, so I'm saying the I don't parties, feel the, it. The whole, like, it was all a dream. Like, yeah, I don't, you, you know like, the music. I don't, like, I hear that and yeah. I don't, like, I hear, like, I hear it's all a dream and I don't, I don't. You know, if, if you hear it, you'll remember where you were. Yeah, you remember it. where you were. Right, and that and yeah. that's some, that's something about music that I that is hard harder for young people to connect. Let with. me let me give you, you know? a bit. So, let so, me give you so the who, best in, example. In your generation, go ahead. In your oh, generation, God. so I mean, who would who would be front runners to be the Mount Rushmore of hip hop? Oh Lord, who are some? Because for me, no idea. for me right now, who, as who I, would as, it be? As I, as I listen to it right okay. now, um, I don't see really those many breakout artists who are that impact I see a lot of artists putting shit out yes I mean I see a lot of volume yes but I'm not seeing that I'm not seeing those seminal songs no because I mean I mean Biggie and Tupac look at them and the way they influence that particular generation I don't know anybody today who has done that at that I mean maybe it's because they're both dead but that kind of that kind of meta right I I, I think and and I'm gonna throw it out there it's kind of like okay we grew up, ran uh, R&B, probably a little bit more R&B heavy yeah. with, with the fringes coming in yeah, with, in, with hip-hop. Hip-hop. You know, in our yeah. But it wasn't dominant. You, you grow, still you had a strong late, late, late we were, You're right. You, we were really R&B. Yeah, yeah. Late, late, disco, late, late, R&B late funk. Disco. But, but, let, me, but let me say this. Hip-hop started becoming mainstream as we if, got older. If you knew people who were uh, adults during the disco age and they were into it, you talk to them about disco, they knew, hey, I was in the clubs. Yeah. This is right. where I was. We can relate to the music, but we can't relate to the lifestyle. Yes. A lot of the kids now can is relate it? to the music, yes. but they can't rela- to relate that. to how the music impacted no. their lives because right. they were in no. kindergarten. You look, right, you look, you know? right, you look so, at Brooklyn now. Brooklyn you know? is full of health food right. stores. I mean, it's, it's, different. Not, it's, different. it's not the same. So so my thing, even when, when you look at and and we may not appreciate Migos, uh, we may not I mean, appreciate, I really appreciate them, uh, what is okay. it? Okay, <laughs> they're okay, uh, but it's just like uh, future you know, and and a lot of that trap stuff. But I'm here I to mean, tell you, but, mean, but let me tell you, go ahead for the kids, for the generation who love those guys, that will be their biggie, Tupac. Right. You will always remember, regardless of how we no. feel about it. No, you know, it's like people mark market studies and all that stuff because there are know. people who said the same thing about Biggie Tupac. Versus KRS One. Oh, okay. And versus, uh, you know, the the classic, you yeah, know, eighties, yeah. seventies guys that we yeah. grew up. So um, it's yeah. always going to be that battle, but, with yeah. the exception of somebody who just overwrites. Mm-hmm. The but whole you know, scene. The whole, I'll leave it at that because we so, go on and on. No, no, the quote unquote marketing trip. You always remember the music that you listen to when you're between like your teenage years and your twenties yeah. before your third. But that music will always kind of stay with you, and that'll right. influence mis- music that you listen to later on. The music right. that stays you know, with you is really when you're fifteen to about to about 21, 20, 22. Yeah, maybe you know. early, um, maybe late twenties, early thirties, mm-hmm. but. But but really? but if you're like five years old, sixty, yeah. you, it, no. it's kind of like in the back of your mind. Yeah. You know it, but it, yeah. it had no influence. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I just think now that hip hop has become so mainstream yes. that each release now is just another ho hum day. Yeah, where I think back in the day, you were waiting for that mixtape. I, I mean, I can still. Well, I think music has gone so mainstream that yeah. we can't even. I I can remember, you mm-hmm. know, in in 1984 when I was in college, you know. I can remember sitting at in my in my room in the summer mm-hmm. or the job I was at, uh-huh. and the DJ saying, "Hey, 
at six o'clock, we're gonna be releasing the first cut off Prince's new Purple Rain mm. soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. When doves cry. Yeah. And so now I don't I don't It's not as special. I don't but see it's that. a distribution thing. Right. I mean when 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 well, you had a situation industry, where the music was controlled right, music and there was no other outlet. Right. Yeah. yeah, it was controlled, but at yeah. the same time I think the artists back then the artists the output was not as like it is now. These guys now yeah. are putting out songs before yeah. they put I mean, you know it's a distribution. Fa- uh-huh. well, well, I mean, yes, distribution, but I'm saying is that yeah. the, the the they are the quantity. I mean, you know, Drake will put out six or seven songs before he puts the EP out. But if the if if they if their distribution was limited, keep in mind, if an artist if their only route was to have to have their stuff go through a factory to oh, hit the general uh-huh. public, right? Of course they gotta wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now, hell. It's just like we recording right now. As soon as we finish, boom, it's gone. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. But but if you got to worry about mass production, like even with CDs, mm-hmm. you had to take yeah. it to a pressing plant. Right. Vinyl. You sit with it. <laughs> but now, man, it's in the ether. Right. It's like boom, you hit send. Mm-hmm. You got a million right. followers. A million right. followers got your product. Yeah. Right. And it's mm. distribution, man. Ultimately. Yeah. So hey y'all, uh hit us up gp3rtt at gmail.com, gp3rtt at gmail.com. Um you can call us, leave us feedback, especially on the hip hop thing. I'd love to hear what y'all have to say too. 413-556-9546. I mean, Rand, you got some excellent points. I'd love to hear what, you know, millennial, you know, <laughs> you're you're different, you know, different generation, man, yeah. versus us. So, you know, without a doubt. Castropolis.net, C A S T R O P O L I S.net is the network. You can go on there, check out a couple of shows. We'll be adding new shows within the upcoming months. Make sure you're there. SoundCloud, iTunes, follow us, give us stars. GP3 homies from the block. Hey, man, Rand, appreciate you, man, coming in. Uh, Any shouts? Oh, man, you know, shout out to, uh, you know, our our people, people who help support us. Mm-hmm. We really want to um, thank our families yep. uh, who put up with us. I mean, the fact is that we, you know, we 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 shut we shut them off for a couple of hours. Every, every, <laughs> shut them up. We shut them up. We get them out. To, we get them out. Um, you know, and the fact is that we're constantly tweeting each other all week long and stuff. Except for this week, Tommy, you were kind of dead. You know, under man, the dude. First couple of days, I'm still because you know, millenn- it. you know, millennials what? like a tsunami over here when it comes to his what? tweets and stuff. You know, they just keep coming. Yeah. You see, you see the animals running running away and stuff. You know. Yep, yep. You got any shouts? You got any shouts? Um, shout out to Roland Martin for keeping it. <laughs> Uncle Roro. Yeah, it's Uncle Roro. Shout out know. to one of our listeners to birthday 43. You know who it is. Uh, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in Locust Grove. Mm-hmm. Thanks for supporting us over there. Mm-hmm. The big 4 3. Yeah. Kicking it. Mm-hmm. Appreciate y'all listening. And Tut, Tut. Tut. Come on. Tut is, is, is Tut, Tut got the music right. So that's probably he's on his motorcycle. Oh, and right. Tut's gonna be doing uh, Daytona Beach soon. Okay, that's right. They yeah. got the big ride out, so uh, be right. safe, man. Whoop Tut yeah. on the road. Hopefully, yeah. share us. All right, anything else, y'all? That's a long time, man. On a motorcycle, dude. Yeah. I mean, but they love that, man. That's what they live yeah, for. That's, I mean, uh, have you ridden a motorcycle for an extended period of time? Nope. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 it requires a lot of strength. It man. does. Oh, I, mean, I mean, but the stop. I mean, if you're on a highway, but but that's why they do it. They love it. Yeah. So you know. Well, I, since Tut's not here, Walking Dead last week was eventful. 
All right, we'll I'll leave it at that. I'll leave, I'm, I'll leave I'm, it at that. I'm, I'm, I'm going to leave it up. And we didn't do our walking no. day. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, God. Yeah. There's a God, y'all. <laughs> you know, we're out, hey, we're out of time. Out of hey, time. y'all. Hey, but thanks, y'all. We appreciate it. That was and the plan. That was yeah. it. And uh, we'll, we'll catch up with Walking Dead next week. All right? All right. Peace. Peace. Peace.